This is a role master classic actual place that interrogate Amptor's excellent shadow world using fantasy grounds. You can find session summaries, items and characters on World Anvil, where our campaign is called The Praise of Old Men. Previously, the cage statue was the representation of an unfollowed god, Orgiana. Most of the players communed with her, but only Ugnan took pity upon her and, seeing nothing untoward in her manner, agreed to follow her in return for her helping bring the search for the portal rods and the Ashling Stone to an end. The goddess told her new acolyte where the stone was, but first the party explored the rest of the temple, discovering altars to the twelve dark gods and four rooms, each with the soul stone able to bring back the dead. Ugnan realised his mistake too late, but, deal struck, the party headed towards the stairs leading down to where their first artefact should lie. Last session, you explored the top of the temple and um, Ugnan made what could be a wise, maybe an unwise decision to become uh, a vessel for a long-forgotten Noreti god, uh, long-forgotten Noreti god uh, Morgiana. Uh, Ugnan was therefore blessed with a vision that led you to this set of stairs that leads down to another level. Somewhere down here, um, you Ognan has been told, and Cherry has had a vision. There are the ash. Uh, there are portal rods. There you go. Not if I pause. There might be a sound effect. So your quest is finally, you hope, beginning to near uh, some sort of completion or progress. However, you were also warned in Cherry's vision that this uh, level of the temple that you're about to explore is extremely dangerous. And in visions, you saw you retreating, coming out of the dungeon, um, victorious, but you were carrying one of your party. Alive, mortally wounded or dead, you can't tell. The secret passageway that you found opens onto some narrow and very steep stairs that lead down deep below the temple above into a subterranean, probably a series of crypts if the temple is anything to judge by. The walls themselves are slick and damp with moisture after, even after all these years. Where the moisture is coming from, you don't know. Perhaps it's trapped down here. And as you take just a few steps down, that mystery is resolved. The air feels thick and heavy with damp, almost as if you're in a humid rainforest. It's so uh, damp, in fact, that within a few seconds, your foreheads and armour are slicked with a film of moisture. The moisture looks like regular water, but in this cursed city, how would you tell? Um, I'll pop, oh, I don't know, Cherry, aka Cannon Fodder, on the map first because she's probably checking for traps. She carefully and cautiously kneels down and presses with her delicate hands on the steps and very carefully indeed, makes her way down to the foot of the stairs. Uh, let me just clear a little bit more of the map for you. She gives you the all clear that you can come down. What you can see is just a long sort of passageway ahead of you with a single door partway down on the left. And I'll just arrow that 
There you go. Thank you very much. Somebody else did. Cherry waits at the foot of the stairs, but you can tell one of the problems you'll face is the stairs are very, and the passageway is very narrow, barely three or four feet wide. So moving past each other in combat, should that happen, is going to be next to impossible. Who do you want to go at the front? Big tough people on the front and back. Or you, Victoria? Yeah, sounds good. Okay, who wants to go at the front? I think we're aiming. Cherry. Yeah, me. Okay, Victoria at the front. Cherry is quite happy to step to the back and will squeeze past with difficulty should you need her to check for traps, if that's what you wish. Okay. Pran, are you keeping sort of a 10-foot distance between you and Victoria? Yep. Okay. Looking at her ass. <laughs> she knows that, and she feels very <laughs> uncertain about this. You stand by, at the moment, in a very narrow corridor ahead of you, you can see the air actually does look thick, almost as if it's on the verge of raining, even though it's underground. There is so much moisture in the air, but it seems to just be hanging. It's not falling, but it is hanging and it's coated the walls and the floor, which are not slippery, but they're slick. The door to your left is warped. You can see it's bent and buckled. Um, it'll probably require some force to open, but looking at how damp the door is, it might actually, if you push on it, it might just break apart um, because of rot and decay. Which, which way is it bowed? Is it bowed into the corridor or into the room beyond? Both. It looks corrugated. Oh. Oh. Hmm. No water kind of seeping out halfway down no, it or anything no. strange. No, the door looks damp. Um, curiously, there are no fungal um, bracts or um, no fungi growing on the door at all, even though it's wet. Presumably the door is, and the wood is, the timber is so old that there's no nutrition available at all for any fungal spores. Okay. Oh. The air is still and heavy, pregnant with pores, as they say. Did we uh, take a swig from the Horn of Valhalla? Uh, is you did above. Yes, you did. Yeah. Um, and some of you had already, I think it gave you a plus 50 resistance roll. And some of you had already benefited from that bonus. Um, Ugnan and I think Silk had benefited from that bonus mm -hmm. as they communed with Morgiana. Because if you remember, Silk also communed with Morgiana. Yeah. yeah. And was respectful, polite, and somewhat cowardly in turning her offer down. Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> or maybe just very wise. <laughs> Probably that. Okay, so, Cran, you are near Victoria. You can't help but feel on edge. You've had plenty of warnings that whatever is down here is indeed very dangerous. But nothing is coming around the corridor to attack you though it is very very quiet nothing moves at all there are no sounds and i suppose most disturbing of all cran there are no smells either apart from the dampness that you can see this is a completely sense neutral place there are no sounds no smells no air movement what do you wish to do folks uh, should we explore this room first? So my my thinking is, we're looking for some 
major chamber here, aren't we? I would suspect Let, um, there is a risk in bypassing every door. And clearly, for the completer finishes in the group, they won't be able to go beyond two without opening one of them. But um, <laughs> my, my thinking would be we, we'd literally just keep going on the passage until we get to the main room we're looking for. And Can we do something to like fight. block the doors uh, from being open then? If we're just going to pass by? Good idea. I've, I'll look optimistically over my shoulder at people with blocking capabilities. <laughs> well, from my point of view, I'd like to make sure at least if there is some horrible fight that we could pull back to somewhere with a bit of room. So at least to get open up one of the rooms if we can. Might be a good idea. Sounds good. Okay. Yeah. This, is, this one's as good as any then? Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, I'm going to try open it. Right, the door oh, is stuck. Um, so as you put your hand to it and twist and push, the door turns. But as you can notice, as you turn the door, Victoria, there is a crunching noise and the door handle almost comes away from the wood. The door is close to collapse. If you hit it hard, it will probably cave in. Okay, then I'm going to take off my warhammer and hit it. Okay. With a tremendous crunch and then a crash, the timber um, collapses into tiny white splinters and falls into the room, which I will open up for you. You can see inside this wormy and partly collapsed door a rather simple rectangular room. It's dominated by a long black table. Seated around the long black table, you can see five skeletal shrouded and robed figures. All of the figures seem to wear what looks like a small tarnished copper crown. In the centre of the table, there is what looks like a large ruby chalice or cup of some description. It's worth the size of it. And if it is carved out of a solid ruby, it is worth an absolute fortune. Um, there is a mildewed shelf at the far end of the room, just towards the north. And on that mildewed shelf, you can see it's white and spotted. And from this distance, is also it also clearly looks damp. You can see what look to be two uh, leather bags, um, each about the size of a small backpack. And you can also see a number of what look like bone scroll cases and a stack of perhaps what look like silver discs. Difficult to see from here. What do you wish to do? Shoot that pin. I want to take a... <laughs> <laughs> I would like to take a closer look at the chalice. Okay. You step in to have a look at the chalice from the palace. Um, sorry, I had to get that that one in. If you if you know if you know the film reference, so if you, as you look at the chalice itself, um, there are two skeletons, sort of one at each end of the table, two on the um, western side and one on the eastern side. So reaching on, leaning in between the two skeletons, who sit bolt upright on quite elaborate chairs with their palms down on the table. All of them looking inward at the chalice, which is in the centre. Without touching the chalice, you can see that it looks to be one intact piece. Give me a perception roll, please, Victoria, as you look more closely yeah. at the, the object. Given the lack of cracks and any decoration around it and any metal added to it, you suspect this is a colossal ruby 
that has been painstakingly hollowed out. Now, you're no expert in gems, but this is probably worth uh, comfortably over uh, a couple of hundred gold coins. Hmm. You've never seen a gem this big. The ruby is, you know, goblet sized and carved beautifully. What kind of herbs are you addicted to? That'll fetch a pretty penny up. Crancy, 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 we grab it and leg it. All right. But uh, it's up so, to you. What, what, careful up there, love. I'm oh, surprised. I'm not going anywhere, I promise. After you, Victoria. Age before beauty. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. Right. Sorry. So Victoria <laughs> squeezes past Silk. Silk watches what Cran was watching early. <laughs> careful there. <laughs> coming, coming past Silk. <laughs> Watch where you're standing. Oh, bit of a tight squeeze. <laughs> As you get to the top there, Victoria, yeah. you can see that this passageway turns and heads off, but it opens up to reveal what look like um, two burial crypts. There are two large stone slabs to the north in two quite large prominent alcoves. These are unlit. Whatever it lies on top of these stone slabs is impossible to make out because they're covered with dark black shrouds. Based on the size of the shrouds, the height and length, they are humanoid, but you can't tell any more than that. Okay, uh, some magic shit over here. Ah, oh, a technical just... term. <laughs> yep. <laughs> keep, keep going past those. Ugnan, can you detect her? Do we even need to detect it's not a portal rod? Uh, I, I could if I, if I need to, but like you probably think, it's maybe just keep going, see what we can <laughs> see, and if we run out of uh, ideas, we'll have to come back and start looking a bit deeper. Okay. I'm just worried that one of us is going to get a bit tore up in here, and I want to make sure I've got the power to uh, patch them up if I can. Okay. Victoria, as you approach that top corner, you can see the passageway bends, or rather turns, sharply to the south. And again, you can see another one of these strange um, crypts with a dark black shroud resting over a body of something that lies atop a plain stone slab. Nothing moves in the air, but the shroud itself looks old and the walls are damp and the floor slick with moisture. Your head now is quite wet, your hair damp and sodden. And water is just beginning to trickle annoyingly down the back of your neck. Your hands are moist. And as you just check the grip on your double-bladed scythe, you can't help but notice that your hands are a little bit slick. Should you get into combat, you're going to have to concentrate on making sure you keep a good grip of your weapons. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> Silk, <laughs> uh, as you walk past the second one, you catch a glimpse, perhaps, of maybe a silvery object underneath. 
and attracted for to it. that silvery object, you're going to have to lift the shroud. She lifts the shroud. Minus underneath the shroud. Underneath the shroud, there. Old person. Actually, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> underneath the shroud, there just seems to be a massive, well, nothingness. As you lift the sh as you lift the shroud, there is nothing underneath it. Not even the silver that you thought you saw. Obviously, some sort of well, a mistake, an illusion, perhaps of some description. And as you go to drop the shroud down, you can't help but notice it rests on something as if there is something there. Oh man, silk reaches out, not to the middle part of that. Does she feel anything that's not there? Okay, as you reach out, as you reach into the center of that thing, you can't help but notice as you get closer, the air is very, very cold and you jerk your hand back as the cold air begins to solidify into I'm a so cool, sorry, guys. dark, shadowy figure. Which I hate this character. Rise up. It doesn't stand, <laughs> doesn't kneel. We love her. It just rises up. Can I have some initiative rolls, please, folks? <laughs> I didn't do it. Yes, you Bl did, Silk. Bloody elf. Not uh, quite impressive. Minus 96 self-discipline roll. I know. I was like, I'm not doing anything. And then stream chat reminded me. I'm surprised Silk isn't leading the way down here for all the inquisitiveness. <laughs> I was like, fuck off. <laughs> yeah, in the nicest possible terms, your streamers. Fuck you. <laughs> exactly right i was like you know what okay i'll roll this up this more what what bad could happen right natural one yeah thank you very much Freaking natural one and then natural what was it negative 80 okay and then of course adding okay. her negative 15 for rape silk the creature rises up as it rises and begins to coalesce silk can you uh give me a just making sure. Can you give me a channeling? No, I don't want a channeling resistance roll. I want a terror resistance roll, please. Oh, did you guys see my self-discipline roll just now? Guess what terror you... <laughs> Here we oh, go. God. Oh, it's actually Whoa. pretty good. Silk, you are frozen in terror as this thing rises up. So you will miss this round and cower. You okay. are effectively... <laughs> you are effectively stunned and you can't parry as this thing rises to its feet. Quite like that. And seeing you helpless as you are, the creature lashes out with one cold, what looks like almost like a, it would be an arm, but you can't see any hands or fingers. There's a large sort of black, almost tendril lashes out at your face. She closes her eyes. The thing catches you, Silk. You take 13 points of damage. Okay. And the power of the thing is quite noticeable. Whatever it is, it is quite strong. And you're knocked back. You take another six points of damage, which I'll add to you. But that's it. That's not bad. Uh, so you are <laughs> knocked away as this creature now begins to drift towards you, Numel. Silk, you're done. Numel, the creature is coming towards you. Okay, so I'm going to attack it with my with my my katana shinnan sword. Yep. So let me just get up the tables that I need. 
Ugla's going to lift up the other sheet. No, he's you not. No, up. he's not. Okay. He's not Silk the moron. <laughs> oh, I'm almost excited for a minute. My eyes bugged out. I was like, what? That's awesome. Serve my mistress. Okay. I want to see a self-discipline roll first, though, buddy. <laughs> okay, Numel, use uh, in haste. You try and slash at the creature as it comes towards you. But unfortunately, uh, your quick blow fails to connect. Can you also make a terror resistance roll? Be warned, if you critically fail this, your heart could stop. Yeah. Fear in Rollmaster so, is very rude. So is this on the main page? Yeah. Um, it's underneath all your other resistance roll bonuses. Okay. My heart stopped. Oh my god. Oh dear. Oh. oh no. No. Okay. Right. Uh, Numel, you collapse to the ground. You're unconscious. Can the rest of you make perception rolls, please, as you watch Numel collapse? Oh my god. Sword Jeez. drops from his fingers. Oh my god. Uh, he's gone grey. The sword drops. His eyes have rolled back into his head. Whatever has happened to him is serious you suspect he's on the point of death he looks fine to oh me. my yeah crowds like he's taking a nap <laughs> okay wow i, I didn't think I just saying I, you I, could I, die you would then get be close to death what's with the ones uh, yeah that's a couple ones so 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 Stuart, just one quick question time out yeah wasn't there a horn of valhara valhalla Oh, yes, and you didn't get the bonus, so you would actually have that bonus. Thank you for imagining this. Lucky boy. Lucky man. Right, so your bonus is now used up. So you actually, uh, okay, I'm going to say that you had your attack, which you missed. Uh, You edge away nervously, but you are still alive. Yes, you are quite right. You didn't get the plus 50 bonus. Right. Ugnan, it is your turn to respond. <clears throat> okay, he is going to start preparing a spell. Okay. Cran. I'm going to take one step with the unsheathed sword to there, and I think the phrase is beat the bejesus out of it. Okay, uh, so you step in to hit it. Can you give me a terror resistance roll, please, as you come into its or its area of effect? Come on, Cran. Oh. Okay, you two's edge closer and then edge away. This thing ha- is evil and terribly, terribly ancient, uh, the like of which you've not fought before. I don't think you've benefited from the Horn of Valhalla resistance, have you? Didn't I do anything with the... I didn't do anything at the temple, did I? No, I don't. No, I don't think you did. So actually, with that as well, you can make your attack, Cran. Okay. Uh, thank you. It is undead. Thought it might be. Um, I'm going absolutely all in. I I want to take this out as fast as physically humanly possible. Okay. Um, is Cran getting a flank attack, or I'm sorry if I missed that. No. No. Uh, okay, Cran. Thank you. You do. 28 points of damage on it. You also do, because your blade is holy against this, you will do a holy critical on it, please. 
So that's okay. um, a large, that's a large open-ended, or high, high, high open-ended. Open sorry. Okay, fifty-five is another ten hits, I'm afraid. But unfortunately, it's immune to stuns and immune immune to bleeding. I'm afraid. Cherry, uh, Cherry is going to back up and probably ready her short bow. Victoria. It's going to move in and attack with uh, Ryan. Uh, Can I have a terror saving throw? You two haven't yep. benefited from this, uh, from the Horn of Valhalla. There you okay. go. No problem. You don't even need the Horn of Valhalla effect, but it, it, it is discharged. Um, yep. So you can attack normally. In fact, with that roll, you feel actually quite... Yes, I've got this. I'm going to give you a plus 25 bonus to your attack. Nice. You make out with it, too. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> You're so involved. I... <laughs> yes. Hey, babe, you want to come upstairs? <laughs> Do I make the first move or does she? Look. Uh, okay, uh, first play then. Heat. Poor old Victoria is completely flustered by oh, that. Damn. Oh, damn. Wait, what? Okay, yep. Okay, so that is actually, that's not bad. That is 29 points of damage. Um, you will do, uh, uh, your blade isn't holy, is it? No. I think you uh, just do that cold critical, don't you? Uh, we'll see this one. The first heat, attack. okay. Um, it's immune to heat, I'm afraid. Okay. Uh, so now make your second attack. Uh, do I add the 30 to this as well? Yes, you do, yeah. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> 434 434 oh my god no, dude. Shit. Oh, I've never seen anything over 300 before that's Sadly, that's still only 30 points of damage. Yeah. Um, and wow. it's immune to your... It's immune cold. to the cold critical, but still... You've got, you got to give it, me a bonus oh, on the uh, Outstanding. The <laughs> um, yes, I should do, but I shan't. Um, <laughs> I will round it up to 100 points of damage. Right? As your blade <laughs> slash through the creature blows that would normally have decapitated um, a giant unfortunately just pass through this thing as if it's just so much mist and air but you do see the creature writhe and shake and for an instant you almost see the two halves of its body separate and then they snap back together um, sadly Victoria that would have killed almost anything you've ever encountered before but not this thing whatever it is can I have uh, um, uh, initiative rolls, please, folks? Unbelievable attack. Yeah, brilliant. Never seen that high. Oh, ever. 434. God. Goodness me. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Okay. You can die with happiness now. Uh, okay. Wasn't for want of trying. <laughs> right. The creature comes at you again, Victoria. Um, can you give me another terror resistance roll, please? Sure. 
Uh, that's actually is going to be just okay. So you just about survive your resistance roll. And then it tries to smash you up with what looks like some sort of almost long tendril of blackness that just squeaks through Victoria and catches you a glancing blow across the shoulder. And that lancing blow is enough also to knock you back slightly. Um, your shoulder is wrenched quite badly, so that's another four points of damage, but there's no lasting effect. You were able to roll with that blow quite nicely. Silk, you are now able to act. The creature is has got his back or side to you, so he's unaware of what you're about to do. Well, then he's going to lose his nose. <laughs> um, I'll, cast, I'll cast Shock Bolt. Uh, here we go. She's whirled gets really angry after being really afraid. Oh, that 90 was right there. Okay. Your bolt strikes the creature, goes straight through it, and smashes into the wall. Unfortunately, Ooh. if you look at your line of sight, Cran is on the other side. Oh, Cran, no. Can ah. you give me... Uh, I think, can I just have an agility roll please to try and just move out of the way if you can get over 50 that'll be enough I'm sorry ahead of time Cram. <laughs> just oh you made it <laughs> I thought that was it was my eyebrows <laughs> wow okay she will move to here and done <laughs> after she sees Cran kind of giving him, her a shaking wink Numal it is your turn that actually just gets through it does two points of damage but isn't enough to do a critical, but it was very, very close. You also need to make that terror resistance roll, please. Come on. Beauty. Yep. Nice. That will that's be... Fine. Yeah, that's fine. Yep, that's fine. Okay. Victoria, terror resistance roll, please, because the creature is focused on you. Okay. And I'm afraid you are paralysed with fear. Yeah. That's one... And one. So you miss your attack. Cran, it's your turn. Cran's going to step right behind it and try and kind of keep it out of its peripheral vision as okay. much as possible and then swing with all his might. Okay, can I have a terror resistance roll, please? I throw ice cubes down the back of fear. <laughs> I, okay. You. <laughs> That's fine. You can make a regular attack. I will give you a rear attack bonus. 35. Plus 35 to it. And of course your blade is holy as well. I didn't miss, but I could have done better. Okay. It's still enough. to. So it's 48 points of damage, which is a crushing blow. Now give me that high open-ended holy attack, please. It's exactly the same lack of damage as I did last time. Okay. Doesn't catch the creature as well as you want. It seems to almost get an inkling that you're about to hit it and it whirls around to face you and the blade catches it through the chest and perhaps where its head would be. You can almost see the thing fall apart, but it clings together. But all of you notice as it begins to reform, bits of it are floating away up into the ceiling and vanishing. That's as close as you're going to get to a mortal wound. Um, you've almost die, defeated it. Ugnan, your turn. Okay, seeing that it's getting a bit of a smack, he's not going to cancel the spell. 
Stick his hand in the pouch, grab out a couple of uh, draft leaves. Looks like it says here, taking a prepared herb, 20% action. So he'll grab a couple of those, yep. head to Numel and give him one. And then, if he can, head towards Silk to give her one. Or just end his movement at Silk or whatever, however far he can get. Okay, so Numel, you were stunned. If no, he... you weren't. Numel is fine. No, it was Victoria who was stunned. Victoria, you didn't take an action that round. You can on a stun. You're not absolutely helpless, so I'm going to remove your stuns if you wish. <laughs> no, the draft is just a con no. concussion damage back. Oh, is it just concussion? I thought it was yeah, removing so stuns. I'll, I'll, I'll give... I'll, okay. I'll put, since Numel's already acted, as he goes by, he'll stick the berry in Numel's mouth. and then head Okay, on, how head, much does it heal? It's uh, 1 to 10 over two consecutive rounds. So 1 to 10 and then 1 to 10 next round. Okay, so if you want to roll 1 to 10 for Numel, and then we can do the fun of the addiction roll. Oh, nice. Uh, 7, Numel. Uh, and then you wanted to give uh, one berry to Victoria, was it? No, to Silk. Silk. To Silk. Okay, can you roll one for Silk, please? Oh, thank you. Ooh, ten. That was a Jeez. good berry. Sucks on your fingers, man. <laughs> <laughs> and they are AF one. It's a real ass drop of berry juice. So don't thank me yet. Okay. AF one. <laughs> and what are those addiction rolls? What are those addiction rolls? Oh damn you, old man! I thought it was candy. <laughs> You'll soon think it is candy. <laughs> okay, Constitution. Yeah, addiction factor one. one. <sighs> no. And Numel, can I have a constitution roll, please? Okay, Numel. We need to laugh. Yep, that's fine. Okay, so Ugnan, you hand out berries. Sherry will have a shot at this creature. And as her arrow hits the creature, it fades completely. It's gone. You've defeated it. <sighs> I think I've sold my armor. So can I ask that 434 roll, Victoria? Yes. Is, is, is that unprecedented? Have you have you guys? Not, I've never had a roll that big. Like that? It's no. very unlikely. That's one. Ever. In, I've never seen it. That's one in twenty. That's one in four hundred times twenty. That's that's one in eight thousand chance of getting that that good a roll. That's wow. really rare. Nuts. Guys, I'm really sorry. I I didn't want to. You bloody stupid elf. Like I said before, okay. a thousand years old, but yeah, like a bloody five-year-old sometimes. <laughs> By the way, you've all got seven hits. Oh, I can't help. Uh, silk, silk, Nimble get, silk, seven back. So, silk. Cran, Cran gets like a grubby finger and he, okay. take, he ungrips his sword. You can see his knuckles are white on his sword. He's gripping it very tightly. And he'll just prod her in the forehead and look at her very intently and say, don't fuck around with corpses anymore, right? Hmm... She says non-committally. <laughs> oh, yeah, she rolls her eyes. No, she does not. I promise nothing. Dad. <laughs> okay. So, um, <sighs> guess what? As you come back to the corner, Victoria, there's another one of these um, black shrouded things resting on a slab. Victoria, don't touch the shroud. <laughs> Awesome on. Tie Silk's hand behind her back. <clears throat> Let's just do it, man. And as you get to the end, you can see that there are a number of these stretching down ahead of you. 
Oh, at the far end, however... Blindfold me! Blindfold me! <laughs> the far end, however, you can see what looks like um, a black, greyish door. The door seems to be slightly ajar. Uh, while we are walking, can I uh, take out my uh, warhammer and shield instead? Yes, you can. Yeah, I'm going to do the same. That. <laughs> Let's just move ahead. The door is fills the um, corridor there from floor to ceiling and widthways. It's clearly not made of metal. It's made of some sort of stone, perhaps. Um, there's no damage done to it. It is a dull, grey, featureless material. There's no carving, no engraving. And there's a single, um, what looks like a ring on it, but curiously, the ring seems to be made of leather rather than metal. Hmm. Should Sherry take a look at this? Or should I just try and open it? No, no, let Sherry have Cherry a look. Sherry can... Okay. Sherry approaches the door. You'll have to step back, Victoria. Cherry approaches the door. What are you doing, so? I'm just, uh, shouldn't be close. That's good, because he was a bit uh, okay. scared uh, to be in the back. Uh, well, I don't mind you being back here, actually. Your elven eyes are good, look at that darkness. Hey, you called me good looking. As far as Cherry stands up and she creeps back to you and she says, as far as she can tell, there's no door on the trap. But what's got her a little bit worried, the door opens inwards. What's got her a little bit worried is that door is made of solid lead. I don't like the way you said there was no door on the trap. Sorry. What's got her confused about the door <laughs> is that uh, it's made of solid lead. She can't detect any trap on the door mechanism at all. But it's made of solid lead and she's never come across a solid lead door before. Solid lead what and then the a, a leather handle? Yes. No metal then. Uh... Come out of the way, Jerry. I'll pull it open. If only I knew about physics. <laughs> the door actually pushes open. All right. All right, then I'll push it open. What does uh, a few inches I... of lead protect from? I'm a fruit's going to shrivel up if I go in here. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just looking up a couple of tables. Give me a couple of seconds. <laughs> there we go. That's really worrying. Excellent. One, one table isn't good enough. Okay. Uh, so, Cran, Cherry steps back. Cran, you step up. Do you want to push the door open? Yep. Okay. I don't really want to, but I will. Right, Cran, you push the door open and then hurtle across the floor as if pulled by some immensely powerful hand to slam into a whole series of large, um, carefully placed and very, very long pole arms. Oh no! Uh, oops, so I'm going to roll a couple of attacks against you. One, just a, two, three, and four. So that will give me uh, the criticals that I need. <laughs> uh, right. Um, I'm going to do two E criticals on you, Cran, and two D criticals. So I'll do the oh, D's shit. first of all. 
And they're wearing a, plate mail. Oh my god, that was bad. A sixty-nine under a under a normal circumstance, I'd be delighted with that. Okay, so that's going to be yeah. <laughs> so that's going to be uh, three hit points. I'm going to ignore the stun. Um, I'll give you another D critical, which is a fifty-five. Oh my god. Um, that's the thigh. So you take what looks like almost a pike in the thigh. That's another three hit points. So you got a pike goes through your shoulder. One goes through the thigh. Um, you're bleeding at three hits per round from that one. And then I'll roll the two E criticals. Sorry, one E critical. That's my mistake. Ah, oh, that's 10. That one basically grazes you across the other shoulder and bounces off. But you are pinned to what appears to be a set of spikes um, set in a large metal rack. All of your weapons and armour and um, anything metallic is pinned against something on the other side of this metal rack. Oh, fuck. There's a fucking big magnet behind this thing. Oh, get this thing out of my leg. Okay. Um, to escape, Cran, you're going to have to make a strength roll to pull yourself off at minus 50. I've got to say, it pulled me like 100 yards across the room. Yeah. So oh, my it's God. It's going to be really strong here. Would uh, we know what magnets I'm are? I'm going to try Yes, <laughs> I think so. Yes, because of lodestones and heck, you've been on a flying ship. Oh, yeah. With navigators. So, yes, I, th I think you know something about magnetism, lodestones and so on. So there's something magnetic on the other side, perhaps, which has pulled him across. Or it could just be a powerful spell. There are yeah, some things. Yeah, maybe we don't. Oh, my God. Ah! Goodness me. And with a sheer folly. Not quite, Cran. Not quite. The amount of metal that you're wearing keeps you pinned there. When you let go of um, your sword, your sword remains pinned to this rack. But unfortunately, you're, you're wearing so much armour, you can't quite pull yourself off. You come very close, but as you begin to wedge your wounded leg against the rack to push yourself away, the leg buckles and you slam back into the rack again. Oh, just no. another set of spikes. Oh. Don't move, I mean, lad. We'll help you. Let me have a roll. Yeah, you miss. Zero, two. There you go. Ugland's going to leave his shield and axe and whatever metallic things he can easily get rid of, which are large. And once he's done that, then head towards Cran. Okay, so you're stepping into the cavern? Yeah. What can you see in the room, Cran? Is there anything Nothing. else we should know about? My fucking head's pushed against Ooh. this thing because I've got my helmet on still. <laughs> Holy he's so supportive crap. and polite when he's upset um, and it's fucking dark in here and it really hurts <laughs> it really hurts guys let's um, just go it's not worth it <laughs> retreat okay um, lift up the shrouds and retreat Bye, yeah. Um, so yeah you Cran is there pinned in darkness shouting that he's pinned there's some sort of powerful force and fucking hell it hurts so, Numal, you can't see anything at all in this chamber. You could bring in a lamp if you wanted, but, of course, the lamp is metal. But, Cran, you've communicated to us that 
that there is a magnetic effect here. We, we are aware a magnet of or some sort of powerful hand or some sort of magic spell. You know, something suddenly pulled him into the room and pulled him onto these pikes. Okay, hang on. Let well, I don't know if Ugnan's going in too. He said, but uh, should so we... can go. Yeah, I'll just go. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, could, could we test if it's only metal? You can, but, you can uh, see Cran is, is beginning to shake, hanging off these. Well, actually, you probably can't see uh, Cran very well unless you've got a light source. I have an hour Cran and a half of that projected light from last camp. Okay, last... then that will still work. So shining a light into the room, you can see Cran is fixed, almost like one of those Victorian butterflies on a pin. Oh, my God. With his arms outstretched as if he's become part of some sort of macabre collection. What the hell? Yagla's done the same. He's cast projected light. I don't know if the other one was still up or not, but he's cast it anyway. Okay, so let me just give you a little bit more... 50-foot um, beam. Yeah. Just get in there. I'm not some sort of fucking puppet show. <laughs> get me off it. I, I open and close my hand. I'll start shaking on the spine. <laughs> so the cavern floor is bare earth. A bare brownish earth, which is actually, you can see it begins to, it looks noticeably drier than the rest of the dungeon that you were in. But Cran is fixed, immobile, on this hideous spiked setup. Guys, did, Do you he, want to did he fly from here? Did he fly from the next he, section? From the section that, uh, roughly from where Ugnan is standing now, he pushed the door open, took barely a step in as the door opened and was pulled instantly across the space. Um, I suspect I should be taking quite a bit of bleeding damage. Uh, uh, while that's happened, that, yeah. uh, very honest of you, um, just take another three. I'll, I'll adjust. I'll add that. Ugnan, do you want me to go in and that way you're not, you're a healer. I'd rather protect you versus my... Well, uh, you're a lot squishier. No, I, I'm pretty protected. I've got this major. Uh, all right, then, let, if you want. Let me test this just to see if I go flying. If anything, Cran will <laughs> protect me from the worst damage because <laughs> it's already gone through him. Okay, so... Do I start flying? What are you doing? Uh, you're I'm just going to walk. Yeah. Okay, um... You can feel a tugging on your hands, and your hands, without your volition, fly out in front of you as the rings and bangles on your wrists are pulled towards whatever crown is on. Um, and as you watch, some of the rings begin to slip down your fingers. Anything metal on you is being pulled towards this object. But wow. you fortunately don't wear enough metal. There is a tugging on you, but nothing else. Okay. I'll clench my fists then and I say Ogden hold your light up because I, I have to close my fists or I'm going to lose my ring sure it's just it really is a tug that's force not like a sp no it's just a, a tug a pull on you okay I'll try to go around as wide as I can I'll quickly open my hand up to either and then try to keep a that distance around until I get to the side of this uh, crayon puppet mosaic. 
<laughs> okay. So which way are you going clockwise or well, okay, move your token and I'll reveal the map as you move around. Well that's it. I, I'm just gonna flash the beam left and right first to decide if there's okay, a wall so... that can... Hurry up, me left boots filling up with blood. Uh no, I'm so sorry. I just um, I, I don't want I don't want um doesn't seem to be too much in the cavern at all. It seems actually empty. Nothing moves in the shadows. There are no more of these wraith-like things. And as you cautiously move around with Cran bleeding heavily, nothing seems to disturb you at all. Okay. On the other side, can you give me a perception roll, please, uh, Silk? There you go. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's never good. Sometimes. Okay. You can see on the other side of this rack, you can see what looks like uh, a bar, maybe a rod of some description that is being bolted or pinned or welded or something fixed to the other side of this plain metal rack. Hmm. But otherwise, they, I mean, maybe it's a lever of some sort. But otherwise, there are no wards, no um, runes carved here. Whatever is pinned cran quite immobile on this set of spikes uh is not magical as far as you can tell man okay i'm gonna try and get to it and try and remove it or if i can't i'll try and help cran remove his armor if any okay can you can give come me in? a strength yeah yeah uh you just keep along the wall okay give me a strength roll please silk with a minus 30 Okay. So as you try and pull the rod, as far as you can tell, as you touch it, there is a tingling. This rod is magical. Okay. Uh, but you're unable to shift it. You're able to almost twist it slightly. It's it's stuck like a limpet to the back of this metal rack. Um, you can see silk. Uh, sorry, you can see Cran beginning to twist his head to try and get off, but he can't. I'm gonna tell Cran at the same time to try and move and i'll try and move this bar it seems like it's lesser force okay cran oh if you want to try and pull yourself off that's going to be a minus 50 because you're pinned with a lot of metal is it any way lesser with me doing the other side at the same time or can no I, can no. i try and move an arm out okay. not without undoing straps i guess i couldn't get anything out of my armor so all right um, no I you're, you're stuck in your armor i'm afraid go on then if you want to well, actually, hang on then. If 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 it's no difference, then I'm going to start removing his armor. I'll help him do. Okay, so you can unbuckle his armor. That's going to take quite a while. So I'm going to hmm. inflict some more bleed damage on you. I'm afraid, Cran. Well, he'll start bandaging him if he can, unless it's impossible because there's the super spike. His um, you can't bandage him until he's removed. So by the time you get him out of his armor, Cran, you can step out. So Silk, you'll be there as well. Cran, you've probably taken something like 24 points in total of bleeding damage. Okay, Cran, wow. you are now just in probably the leather and padded quilt underneath your armor. It's a bit sticky. Yep, and you are bleeding. for the blood. <laughs> yes, oh. right. You're bleeding uh, heavily from a thigh. Well, it's not a heavy wound, actually. You're bleeding from a thigh wound. Can you make a poison resistance roll, please? 
the metal is as you come off you notice that the metal is very old and other corpses have been pinned to this metal and have rotted and decomposed um but cran is made of sterner stuff than that he makes poison ill okay i'll try to stop the bleeding Okay, so that's going to be a uh, first aid roll, isn't it? Yeah, got first and aid three more rounds. It says here, um, applying first aid per point of bleeding, 100% action. Yep. Oh, right. Nice job. Yep. And then I'll give him, how bad has he done? 24 plus 9, it's going to be 33. Can I give him three draft, which are the ones with 1 okay. to 10 and then 1 to 10? Used to chewing on strange leaves that are given to him. For no apparent reason. Here, chew on this. Here, eat this. Here, drink this. Oh. Here, suck this. Here, oh, shove this up your nose. <laughs> and Cran is perfectly happy with these leaves. Where's my root? Do I need to roll to see how much that heals? Or oh, you're doing that, thanks. Yeah, that's fine. Oh, thanks, mate. Has anyone got a massive like wooden club? I'm gonna fucking bend those spikes. That's not gonna kill anyone else. Well, it depends if those are iron winder here. Looking after them, you never know. So, what do you wish to do? Break there are three of you outdoors. Obviously, Victoria, clad in armor, is waiting outside, as is Numal. Uh, Cherry will step in as well. <clears throat> She's not wearing much metallic armor. What do you wish to do? Be, be really, really careful here. Um, can we grab some like that big table in the first room? Put that so. It at least blocks the spikes. Or can we knock it over so it points up? Or down, yeah, good idea. I'll, I'll okay. walk round to the side. Okay. Have a look to see if it um, you could, with some time spent in here, disable the trap by basically bending it over. Though, of course, you can tell that the source of the magnetism is coming from that strange rod. How pliable, so how easy would it be to take the lead from the door? Not, because it's it's a solid lead door. Okay. You could shave the lead off, but you just have shavings of lead. Cherry, when uh, she sees the rod, tells you that it's one of the portal rods. Oh, bloody hell. You need this rod I somehow. I think I know one way, if possible. Silk, I've seen you do it before. Can you heat things up? Could you heat the lead if we put the thing underneath it? and heat the lead so the lead then drips all over this and then we can somehow move it round, let it cool down it might be covered in like a lead shield oh yeah that's super smart um i don't okay. know when lead melts but i'll heat it up as hot as i can doesn't take much um yeah. well it does take take a bit but it's it's yeah it's feasible so how are you getting the lead off the door ugnan well one thing could be was to to dig under the door. Did you say the door opens out or in? Uh, hang on yeah. a minute. Wouldn't wouldn't it be simpler just trying to dig under this mechanism here? This is like a cavern floor. Move a lot of earth out from underneath it, collapse it, or come and have a look and see if we can just remove the rod. That's the thing. But once we've the got rod? the rod in our, uh, in our possession, it's going to be a super magnet, I presume. Yes. So, like, you basically, you're going to be stuck to it. There's no way of turning that off. Magically or anything. Well, this is an unknown device, so you don't know. And unfortunately, to get it off the door and play with it, you've got to overcome its magnetic pull onto the, the metal rack. Does the door open inwards or outwards? 
inwards into the cavern. So we could uh, maybe, if it's a dirt floor, push the door in, dig underneath the door lintel, and then put it, put the rod in the hole, and then drip the the, the uh, lead on top of it into the hole. That would coat it neatly with lead, but you've still got the issue of getting the lead off the metal rack. Oh, that's your rod. Yeah. Yeah, the rod is magnetic and is gripping the metal rack. On the other side of the metal rack are those long spikes that you've just managed to extricate Cran from. And remember, Cran's armour and weapons are also still attached to this metal rack. And we think it's been, it looks like it's been welded on. The rod? No, it's magnetic. Fiercely magnetic. Oh, so it's just stuck by... Okay. Magnetism, yeah. How thick's the um, metal which the uh, rod is stuck to? It's about half an inch. Half an inch of, you suspect, some sort of steel. And fixed through that, there are a number of long pikes. Okay. The shafts of which are metal, and of course the points of which, sorry, the heads of which are also uh, case-hardened steel. What about some wooden wedges? Could we stick some wooden wedges in there? Start pushing those in. Yeah, if you've got some wooden wedges, you could try using wedges to try and give you some leverage on the on the rod. I wouldn't, but Cherry might. Okay. Hang um, on, hang on. Why don't I bury this, like uh, create a uh, a pit, so it drops into ramp. the earth? Or a big yeah, or a big ramp of soil up the front. At least we wouldn't hit the spikes then. Yeah, I mean the problem though is it buries the armor that's attached to it, right? Oh yeah. Yep, which is Cran's quite nice armor. That's what I mean. That's the only problem with it. But I can at least drop it into a pit so that nobody else will fly across and hit. Yeah, that would allow the rest of your fighters into the room without them being pulled onto the spikes. Yeah. But you've then got the problem of trying to extricate Cran's armor. And then on the other side, you've got to get that rod off. Well, that's it. Yeah. I'm just going to have a look around. What the do you think? Ten foot pit? I think we just got to lever off this. Uh, lodestone as, be as best we can I don't know how to do that and once we've done that we then have to case it in lead but I don't think burying it's going to help at the moment and we well to... that's it it won't bury it it'll, it'll gotta... give us room to move we around need, it we need something which isn't uh, which won't get caught by the lodestone which is that lead door presumably uh, or bone or right. wood or stone what about the, um, the well, I can... uh, remains are there, is there anything worth looting there on the remains of the skeletons I mean there are the skeletal remains, so there are bones. If they're wearing any armour, that they've long it's long since uh, fallen apart, I'm afraid. Okay. Can you show the light around? I'm just going to take a look around the walls. There might be something that t turns this bloody thing off. I'm okay. So what I'll do is I will uncover the rest of the cavern as you explore it. And what you obviously notice is a large heart-shaped stone. Um, there's a two-inch or greater thick heart-shaped stone slab that stands in one part of this large cavern. You can see beside the stone, you can see two skeletons. Um, the skeletons are actually clad in chain mail. And as you walk away from the uh, spikes, you feel less of a pull from the rod. So the rod is obviously quite um, directional. There is an inscription 
in white letters um, that you can just about make out running around the heartstone, but you can't obviously, but Ukraine can't decipher black Nureti. Oh, I don't know. So there's some writing around this. There's a big stone shaped table over here. Be careful, there's some like skeletons around it, but I'll have a look. That might be a clue to help us with this. Okay, so there's an inscription written on the heartstone which appears completely blank. There's nothing resting on top at all. And the inscription reads By coward Uther cruelly slain, she sleeps who spurns death and awaits the hero shining clad. Uther was cruelly slain by a coward. She's now asleep. No, I think Uther Something below? is the one who, who, who killed her. So right. is the is... she the woman that the last member of our little merry gang that we haven't found yet? Yeah, or uh, that woman who's not dead, stuck in time. She spurns death. Uther is a coward who slew her. I don't read it like that. I think by coward Uther cruelly slain, so Uther was slain by a coward. Right. Well, unless it's by coward. Uh, if only he had some punctuation on this. <laughs> Damn you, TKA. <laughs> uh, couldn't mean either thing. Okay, so you'll recall as Ugnan reminds you that this magnetic rod, which Cherry assures you is one of the portal rods, still right. leaves you looking for another. Um, her vision also told her that somewhere in here is the Ashling Stone. So you've unexpectedly come across one of the portal rods and somewhere in here is an Ashling Stone or the you Ashling Stone. Maybe maybe the other portal rod has some kind of like negating effect if it's together and we can then just pick it up. Moving if we if we use like a metal, I don't know, something like a necklace and move it round the portal rod, can we find out what direction it's its most its strongest pull is at? Uh, oh yes, to map out its magnetism, yes. So the the rod itself has a head and a shaft. The rod is, is made of metal. The head is the most magnetic part and it is strongest at the top of the head. So if you imagine mounting a magnet on a stick, where the stick is attached to the magnet, there's less pull. Is it not lying um, perpendicular to it though, sort of like moving, for, looking, lying east to west? If we think of the, the door we came in as to the north, is the head pointed to yep. the north? Well, the the, the head, um, yeah, the head is kind of resting because of the shaft on its side, but the shaft itself is pointing towards the uh, heart stone. Hence, there's less of a pull, and certainly as you move away, further away from the head, fifty feet away, um, sort of the other side of the heart stone, there's almost no magnetic pull at all. Is the heart stone? one stone or looking under it is there like a, is there a lip or a, a join or anything like that give me a perception roll ugnan right the heart stone itself is solid but you detect the very very faintest of cracks you suspect that there is a mechanism which will open a section of the heart stone so cherry will come across and she will have a look you call cherry over to see if she can find anything else about this she doesn't do any better than you i'm afraid the heartstone is solid but it is there is clearly some sort of opening mechanism it clearly hides or contains something or could hide or contain something silk you have a look at this you've got a 
a clever mind. Childish temperament, but a, a clever mind. <laughs> Harsh. Honey, honey will get you everywhere, Ogden. <laughs> I'll, uh, before I go over there, I'm going to cast Wall of Ice. It's permanent, so it'll just be as long as it melts. Actually, before she does that, she's going to take a look at the spike trap before she goes over. It, can it be pivoted at all? Like, pivoted this way instead of... Twisted, no. It would take some force and some concerted labor to kind of topple it over to make it safe, either forwards or backwards. What about okay, um, so, maybe rotating it? Can it be rotated? Uh, with difficulty, yes. Well, I don't know if that's what you're thinking, Silk, because if the handle's pointed towards the heartstone, and maybe the second one's in there, I don't know, might not be, is there some kind of bond? If we could turn it around the opposite way, or even just point yeah, the actual head towards the back of the room, then we could walk around without getting squashed. Well, that's basically it, yeah. Otherwise, I'll cast my ice wall in front of this thing so people can get I'll in there and, and help you I'll guys. I'll try and rotate it, um, as, as I suggested. Uh... Okay, can you give me... The, the amount of metal here is significant, Cran. So can you give me um, a sheer folly roll to twist this on your own? I'll try and help him. It's Okay, um, reduce that to extremely hard then. Once a Victor takes his kit off and helps. Uh, Victoria's not taking her kit off and helping. Yeah, that's oh, it. I don't know, she <laughs> might do, but I don't think she's going to come in uh, clad in her underwear. Okay, I'll, I'll help if it lowers it for him too. I don't know if it will no, get Cherry. Sure. So extremely hard, okay. even with Cherry's help, because Cherry isn't built for, for, for this sort of work either. So give okay. an extremely hard uh, strength roll. Just, cramp, yeah, I... Good luck, Billy. Uh, come on! Oh! Almost. Oh, get, get, Ugnan, get your back into it. <laughs> oh, Ugnan, you wanted me to push. I was pulling. <laughs> Give me another roll then, Cran, if you wish. And again at minus 30. Yeah. Victoria, you'll have to come and help us. <laughs> oh, no, I'm going to have a fucking prolapse in a minute. No, not another one. <laughs> um, unfortunately, this thing is so old that it is almost rooted into the cabin floor. Uh, that's it, I'm afraid. You're not going to be able to shift or budget by pulling and twisting on it. You're going to have to use something more ingenious to disable the trap and certainly something quite clever to get rid or to remove the magnetic rod and also to retrieve Cran's armor, remember. Well, that's it. So I'll cast Ice Wall in front of the thing. It's an eighth okay. level spell, so it takes me a while and drains me, but let's let's get these other guys. I do have okay. a solution to this, possibly. It's a little bit risky, though. I've got here mm. a, a, another leaf. I'll call it Kathkuza. Once, <clears throat> once you eat that, it's you'll have the strength of two men. And if it's you, big lad, it's the strength of two very strong men. Uh, problem is, it is a bit Moorish. That makes me weaker, he says with a bit of a grin. <laughs> Basically, uh, two times strength, it says here, but it's AF factor 35. Oh, God damn. Oh, 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 oh. How, how expensive is it? 50 gold. Oh, oh, oh what, a, what a habit. Do it. Friend, do what it. have you got in your pocket? Uh, I, I got nine gold pieces, six over. I'll, I'll hand them. 
I do have oh, it's all very well gosh. having the money, but where are you going to buy this stuff on this island? <laughs> I do have nine of them. What? We've got a ship outside. I thought that, that we'd going to soup like uh, Crown and Vic Victor up if there's ever a big fight. You just give them a Kathkuz and go, well, you're addicted afterwards. Well, we're that's it. Just... Yeah, we're not going to live. <laughs> just let them uh... be addicted for the five seconds they're alive. Crad's eyes get a bit bright when he looks at looks at that and he thinks, uh, oh, it's okay, with that and the fucking rage, any, anything can happen. Uh, well, also it doubles your hits that you give. And plus, okay, 10, guys. And plus 10 OB. Uh, uh, not right now. Thanks, though, for the offer. <laughs> you, you, you have it. <laughs> you, you, you're going to have a free, guys, free come sample. Guys, on in. Just, okay, it's going to so hurt. You... You'll slam into the ice wall, but... All right. <laughs> Um, so the, take your arm how off, thick? Just in, take no. your armor off. How, how thick is your ice wall? Uh, let me find out. Actually, that's a... I'll take your armor off. I won't look too closely. Two or ten no. by ten by two. So two feet thick. Yeah, Ooh. two feet thick at the base, and I've got it as close to the bars as I can, so that there's no movement. Okay, both characters as they step in. Well, not at the same time, hopefully. <laughs> we'll still be pulled by the magnet. Yeah. But they won't. They'll take a crush critical rather than a puncture critical. And the critical severity is going to be reduced by two steps because of the ice that's in between them and the pull on the magnet. Uh, by the way, uh, yes. could I, like, uh, go first, maybe? <laughs> uh, well... So I okay. protect the Numel from the... All right. So, mm -hmm. uh, yes, and that way Numel will drive you deeper onto the spikes. Yes, I yeah. like that idea. <laughs> no. So rather than take, take <laughs> your armour off, you're too. walking in with armour. Yeah. Victoria is pulled onto the ice. Oh, good. What is she Two. doing? Three. <laughs> that that fair-way feminism's fucked with her mind. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, share. So I got Please. one of them, then one of them. Wait, wait, so oh no! And then one of them. No! Wow! Oh. 94, 96, 93. Okay, so I'm going to roll. So those get through your armor. So my first crush is D crush is a 90. Oh, that's so you are pulled across. Uh, that's 25 hit points, and there is an audible crunch. As Victoria oh is almost bent in half, and she goes unconscious. Ooh. Um, so, Jesus. if I can, so that is blow to foe's neck area, breaks the backbone, and crushes Jesus. the spine. Twenty-five hits. You're going to die in two rounds. Oh no! Freaking way! Oh no! Don't take your armor off. Let's just snap your spine. Yeah, right. Show Help. my shit. Numel, do not come in here until you take your fucking armor off. Yeah. Uh, I don't think Numel's, Numel's going to see that and just not, I don't think he's going to come in. Right, you need to do something yeah. against Victoria I'm, I'm running around very as quickly. fast as I can. Help him. Ugnan, I'll try and pull her off. Oh, God. Okay, starts mumbling. Fucking hell. <laughs> no, no, he's not. He's on the ice. He's not on that. 
Yeah, he's on the ice. He's fixed to the ice and pulled. So, Cran, can you give me a hard strength roll, please, to pull Victoria off the ice? So, yeah, slide her off. Basically, just trying to straighten her neck at the moment. Oh, jeez. Um, Don't help. Don't help that way. It's like oh. a score. Run it, run it off, son. Okay. It's, a, it's a, some cold water. It'll be fine. Okay, <laughs> yes. Get the bucket. Okay, so, Cran, if you're not trying to pull her off the ice... There is nothing that you can do. Her neck is broken. It is up to Ugnan to try and save her life. So, so uh, okay, all I'll try and do then is just stabilise her, her head and neck. If I, if it's an obvious break and the neck's at a strange angle, uh, I'll just try and hold it at that All right. Angle. So Ugnan, it's not shattered. Over is to it, you. Is it not shattered? It's just an actual break. No, it's just broken. Oh, my God. Okay, I've got skull, skull repair, which can mend any skull fracture of not shattered areas. That will do. Yes. Wow. Uh, now, problem is you need recovery to... time one to ten days. I oh, know it's one to ten hours. Well, it's worth it versus the death. Okay, yeah, so he'll cast that and go. You know, sit about my back. That's gonna be my fucking neck. Crack. Right. What level is? What level? Is oh Jesus! It's level four. Oh. Oh, oh level four. Crumble. Okay, so that is fast enough. So okay. Um. My God. Okay. So, Victoria, you are instantly healed as Ugnan casts Transferring Ways. Yep. Ugnan, you yep. then unconsciously, or subconsciously, sorry, are going to then, no, it's unconsciously, going yep. to cast that spell on you. Okay? So, I'll, give me another I'll lay spell roll. i down carefully on the sand here. Black I was going to drag him to the heart sheet and put him on the moon. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, right. So, I'll have to do that. Uh, that is away. actually really shitty. Right, let me just have a look. It may be that you don't get another chance. Yeah, because that means he dies. <laughs> Which means the rest of you are in deep trouble. Oh my uh... god. Right, you lose the spell, but not the spell points. So you can cast it again once more. If you fail this time because you're dead in two rounds, you're dead. Dead end this round, yes. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah, oh, so you God. need to not fumble it. Oof. Oh. <laughs> okay. Uh, who's next into the room? Victoria, you are pinned helpless to that ice wall. You can make a hard strength roll to pull yourself off. No, just get this arm off for me. You're just going to take Very your sure. arm off? Okay. Yeah. I'll help Silk, you. help me. <laughs> yeah. Ugnan, look away. Okay, so you get uh, Victoria out as well. So Victoria, just like Cran, sit uh, now stands just in the padded quilt that goes underneath metal armour. Um, obviously, in Victoria's case, we never really resolved this, the padded quilt probably doesn't quite fit her as well as um, it used to. It's um, noticeably tight in at least two areas. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, Victoria, you are able to step clear as well. <laughs> so, Victoria, you step as well there's now silks uh, sorry Fran's armor and there's your armor now trapped um, on this metal rack oh Numal quite wisely is waiting outside uh, not keen to approach Numal can you give me a perception roll yeah, oh sure. god no now would oh. be a bad time to get attacked unless they're like Decepticons <clears throat> yeah um, Numal, scanning around, 
you thought there was movement in that top alcove but as you stare at it anxiously nothing emerges from that alcove from that crypt you thought you saw the air something move uh, a shadow something dark come out of that alcove but as you wait and wait and wait and back nervously towards the metal door nothing emerges we're probably mistaken oh god <laughs> oh no um so so i shan't answer well no do i okay uh um, whisper, whisper whisper in a high voice there's movement up here uh, yeah, let's move Agnon onto that heart table, and that may help. Um, but, there's some um, there's some leg bones in there. I can like beat someone to death with someone's femur. That's all right. Oh Jesus! Um, I think. Oh, I'm doing all ten hours. You jerk. <laughs> oh. Am, am I um, conscious or unconscious? You are conscious, but in a great deal of pain. So you're going to be at minus fifty to all of your activities. Wow. Okay. Um, okay. You can move. Oh, gonna... If you imagine you're in a neck brace, but there are no neck braces, that's how much pain you're in. Right. Okay. Uh, a little whisper in my head. Dangerous approaching. Are you serious? Uh, I am deadly serious. Oh, shit. What were you guys doing with this table you wanted me to do before? Like, I'll try and do anything I can right now before this. Thing yeah, it's, it's we think there's some way of it'll open, and there's something in there that may be helpful. Look, there's this crack here that Ugman found. We think that will somehow we can need to open that. May have been another portal water in there. Could be Ashling Stone. Fuck knows, but we need to get in there fast. Chrono then runs okay. to the door. So get I didn't if you can. expressly. Uh, I didn't. Well, I want to try and protect. I want to try and protect the room from outside. So I've got no weapons or anything. Did I? Uh, did I stay? Sorry, did I leave my pack or anything up in the hallway? No, uh, no. I thought you were. To be honest, uh, I thought you were got... carrying your pack. Okay, so in which case, I'll 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 run over here, grab a stone, or like a big boulder, or like a fish-sized rock from that pile, and then run up to Numal. Yeah, so Numal's going to stay in position because um, to protect the rest of you. Um, uh... Well, if, if, there, if a threat does materialise. Well, Noobal, if you came to our side of the room, you're not going to get magnetized, oh, sorry, lodestone dies, or whatever you call it. Noobal, you can see what looks like um, a tall, robed figure stalking down the corridor towards you. <laughs> Bony and skeletal, but with piercing, lambent blue eyes that flash. You notice that this thing, whatever it is, is wearing a tarnished copper crown. Behind oh, it, fuck. you can see a second as well. And that's where we're going to leave this episode. Oh, I nearly died there. And it's not looking good either. There is the temptation of Orgiana. Maybe asking for her help. But then she's evil. What will that do to Ogden? Anyway, thanks very much for watching, listening, subscribing, and we do have some more subscribers. Thanks some of these on our Adventures in Middle Earth podcast, In the Shadow of the Mountains. And that was Big1975, Eric Sharma, and two anonymous people. But since then, in the past week, we've had two followers on Podbean, which really helps. It pushes us up, because there's not a huge amount of followers on Podbean. That's Grimace, and somebody who's anonymous. Thank you very much.
and also small people on YouTube. A few anonymous people, but also Bradford Means, to me Tabletop Gaming or Tome Tabletop Gaming, and Sith Can. Thanks very much for the comment, Sith, though I don't think you watched this one. I think you're more an Adventures in Middle-Earth fan. Anyway, happy gaming. Cheers. Bye-bye.